Hello listeners and welcome to Retrospective Replay Episode 2, a serialised podcast taking an in-depth look into video games. This is Season 3, Dino Crisis. My name is Ian, and with me tonight is Michael. Hello Michael. Hello Ian. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Can't complain. Hey, got petrol? Mm, I have half a tank of petrol for the best part of a year, so it's grand. Is is a petrol crisis similar to a dino crisis because petrol comes from dinosaurs? Maybe, um, but I don't think, uh, unless Boris Johnson it has caused, um, or Brexit has caused dino crisis, uh, I don't think it's it's the same. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's comparable. Socials, uh, Twitter, at Retro Replay Pod, Facebook, Retrospective Replay Podcast, Gmail, Retrospective Replay, gmail.com. No patch notes. Um, you saved me from patch notes last week when I said uh, Mel Gibson was in You've Got Mail. Yeah, indeed he isn't. He's definitely not. I've not watched it's mind, but um, okay, just get straight into the game then. Yeah, where do we leave off? I think last week we left off in the management office. Um, we just got in the management office, turned on that computer. The super fast computer. Yeah, super fast boot computer. And then I think we then leave via the opposite door where we came in. Which takes us out into the management office corridor. And straight away the radio goes off and it's Rick. And he says that we now should be able to access the control panel, which is the control panel for the laser shutters. So it changes from red to green to show us that we can we can access it. But then there's a bit like, it's like Resident Evil, this, which really annoys me. And there's a dinosaur off screen that you can't see. Yeah. And did it attack you? Yes. Did it hit you or did you manage to get it before it hit you? No, I managed to get it before it hit me. Yeah, but it's it's like, it's, it doesn't seem fair, does it? No, it's a kind of a jump scary thing. And that one respawns as well. Mm. As I said in season one, I hate respawning enemies, and that respawns, so I don't know how it keeps getting back there. But if we run down towards where the dinosaur was, there's a door, and that takes us into the locker room. There's a couple of important things here. First of all, there's a Journal of the Gods on the table, and it's Regina notes that the pages are dated today. And it says, before the experiment, Dr. Kirk will have a meeting on the second floor lounge from 1pm. Those on guard should keep an eye on the chief's room. Before taking positions, be sure to resupply from the custody room with the code 0426. And it also has some information to say that spies have gotten at the facility. And finally, there is a DDKH disc on the top of the locker. So you can actually see it spinning on the top of the locker, can't you? Yeah. So you can grab that. I found it interesting about the idea of spies. Yeah. So I wonder where that's going to go. Yeah. Um, are they just on about the accomplice? What, what was he called again? Agent Tom? Is that him? Oh, yeah, yeah. Agent Tom at the start, yes. Agent Tom. Is he is he the spy? He might not be, you know. Because remember in Metal Gear Solid, when they were talking about the intruder, and we thought they meant Snake, but they didn't. They meant uh, Grey Fox. Oh, yeah. I think it is Agent Tom. You think? Yeah. Yeah. I'd forgotten about him. There's also um, there's some dots in there, which I picked up, but I've not used any dots yet because I think it just puts things to sleep. I'll just use them as a last resort if I ever run out of ammo. If you grab the, the disc, the Code H disc, 
we can leave and go back to the management room. But when we go back into the management room this time, it plays some music called Set You At Ease. But it really doesn't, I don't think. It's like, it's in a minor key, I think. And it's kind of got you on, all the music has you on edge all the time, I really feel like. Yeah, it's all very sinister music. Yeah, it is, it isn't. And even the save room music is a bit sinister, you say. So now using the code we just found, we can open the safe. And there's a key for the main entrance and a resuscitation. Which means we can leave again, go back with the management corridor through the laser fence that Rick deactivated for us to the main entrance. And when we go into the main entrance, it plays a little bit of music called Main Entrance and the camera pans around, looks at the various stairs and doors. Uh, did you notice when it was looking around, there was like, um, I think it was meant to be a reflection in the window and it just looks like a little mini Regina, like no. hiding away in the corner. No, I didn't see that. No, I'll have to dig it out. It's very, very bizarre. Um, so we get the key and the best place is to use that straight away and go outside. Although I didn't actually do this way. I did everything else first and then I came back and realized I'd missed this because you need the item here to move on. But, you know, this is the way you should probably do it. Yeah, I missed it the first time I had to go back as well. So as we move outside, we hear birds and the sea again. Um, and you have to run around the outside of like some planters. And I was really expecting a dinosaur to jump out of nowhere. I thought the dinosaur was going to come over the wall or the gates or something. Yeah, I bet he does on normal difficulty, you know. Um, maybe not. I, I, I don't know, maybe it does. Yeah, maybe, who knows. Um, so, as you run on the outside, you get to the end, and there's a body that's been mauled. And if you inspect it, there's an aid on the body. Lying next to it is the DDK disc N, and on the ground is a piece of paper, and it's an employee file. And it's a personnel changes of researcher. It says old information section special aircraft experiment room new information section third energy physics laboratory registration number five seven zero three six named Mark Dial. So whoever this Mark Dial was, I'm assuming that's him. I'm assuming it's him, but I'm not sure if it is him. I'm assuming it probably must be. I mean, why? I suppose he might be holding his own employee file. It could just be somebody from HR. Maybe, and they got eaten by a dinosaur. Well, there's half of them, is there? Yeah, half of them got eaten. The hate part. <laughs> so with the disc, you go back round, move inside, and we go up the stairs. And at the top of the stairs, did you push the box? No. As you come down the corridor, there's like a big grey cube sticking out. You can push that, and there's um, there's an aid behind it. I didn't know you could push things. Also, did you notice by Mark Doyle's body, there's a door, and it's a helipad door, but it's locked. Oh, no, I didn't. So I'm assuming that's somewhere you'll have to go to at some point, maybe. Yeah, no, maybe maybe that's where you have to go. Because I said, my predictions last week were what? Gale is evil and we have to go to the control room and escape from there, but we'll see. Mm. So you move the end of the corridor and through the door, through into hall 2F, so the second floor hallway. And straight away you can hear eating, you know. You know there's a dinosaur there, but you can sneak up on it and take it out. And, you know, I've been reading a couple of guides and they say, oh, you should try and run past dinosaurs because I'm almost quite scarce, blah, blah, blah. But if you run past this dinosaur and you go into the lounge, it, it follows you, it busts through and follows you afterwards. Yeah. So it's, it's wise to take this one out. But there's two doors and 
the best one is, first of all, just go on one through the end of the corridor, which takes us into the passageway to the communication antenna room. And it's outside again, and it's got a very long, like, not a balcony, but a long run outside. And if you go all the way down there, you get to the end of the walkway, and there's a med pack and a door that's locked from the other side. So you've got to turn around, go through the only other door that's available, which takes us to the communication antenna room. And in here, there's a file, and it doesn't tell you too much, but it says there's a code for the weapons storage locker in the lounge area, and that code is 8159. It also tells us how to use the DDKs, but we can talk about that in a minute when we actually use them. There was another important thing on that memo. All right. They said there was going to be an experiment and that there was a high likelihood that the experiment would create a strong magnetic storm. So they've taken away the antenna and put it into storage. So that's why you can't call anybody. So you're you're going to have to go and find the antenna. Ah, right. Okay. Because there is also in there... Um, uh, an antenna activation key button or key panel. So yes. I'm assuming that once you get the, you're going to have to find the antenna and take it out of storage and put it back because it was put away while they were doing whatever the experiment was, which also right. begs the question, what kind of experiment would be they doing that would create a strong magnetic storm? Yeah, that's very true. And then like, what did this storm do? Did it open up a portal to the past and bring through dinosaurs? Maybe time travel. Maybe. That'd be cool. I would try and travel. I'd, I'd go get some lottery numbers and travel back a week. Be a millionaire. That's like Back to the Future. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So now that we've got that, we can go back into the main room, in the main building, in that wooden lounge. And again, there's a dinosaur straight away. So you can take him out and then move around to the safe at the side of the bar. Then if you open this safe using the code off before, 8159, you get some handgun parts. And if you add them to the gun, you make the custom handgun. And it doesn't really tell you what it does, does it? Does it no. give you a couple of extra bullets, I think? Does it go extra two bullets in the handgun? And I assume it's more powerful. I believe that's what it does. It's handgun slides or something, is it? Is that what's called yeah. slides? Yeah, yeah, slides. Yeah, you're right. There was something else in that room. Oh, the... Note on the chemicals. Tells you about mixing chemicals, doesn't it? Yeah. Which, have you done that yet? Have you mixed anything? No. I had a lot of stuff and I couldn't pick up various things. I started mixing a couple of things together. I made some, like, extra tranquilizer darts and an extra healing pack. Yeah. Also, the DDK instructions previously that we found as well, did you? I didn't... I hadn't read the DDK instructions. I just kind of worked it out for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did the same thing. I mean, it's, it was quite obvious, wasn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, you leave the lounge and if you just go straight on ahead, there's a door which then we have to use the first DDK. But if you try to click on the door, it says, like, set the DDKs on the DDK code device. And you got to be pretty accurate to hit the DDK code device sometimes. It's, like, weird with the... Maybe, it's like, the hitbox is in the wrong place. Yeah. Um. Anyway, you set them, and what it does, it gives you a code and a key. So the code is H-B-C-E-F-A-G-E. D-I-N, and the key is B-C-F-G-I. So it's just, um, you take the characters away, don't you? Yeah, and what you're left with is the code. Yeah, you take away the key from the code, which leaves you with head. I'm not sure why it's head, but... I mean, they said it was some sort of super secure lock system, but this doesn't seem super secure to me. Well, I'm assuming it's the code is head, because the room that you open is the chief's room, and the chief is the head. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's very true, yeah. Yeah, so you go into the chief's room, 
And as soon as we get in there, cutscene starts. Regina looks around the room and sees a lone survivor. She runs over to the man. He's a scientist in a lab coat that's stained with blood. And he sat on his, on the ground with his back towards desk. The man asks Regina if she's part of the rescue team. She stutters slightly and lies to him to say that she is. She asks the man where she can find Dr. Kirk. And the man calls Kirk a fool and asks what he's plotting now. Regina asks what he's talking about but he ignores his question and hands Regina something. She asks what it is but he doesn't know but it's extremely vital. Then he slumps over and presumably dead. So I end up doing this bit twice, right, because I died, one of them. And the first, well, the first time the thing happened, but the second time I managed to get through everything and then the thing happened. So what happened for you? Did it, you manage to get the disc and approach the safe straight away or not? Yeah, I managed to get the disc and approach the safe, but then a T-Rex came through the window. Yeah, yeah. So for me, the first time I just, I went in the room and it attacked straight away before I could even get next to the disc. So, oh, well, actually, yeah. What I should say first is that the game cuts to the menu and we have another panel key. And this time it's panel key one with the word Sol written across the top. And as we walk around the office, there's a spinning DDK disc at the back. But as you get towards it, the T-Rex then busts through the window and it takes away the scientist. And I assume it eats him. Uh, You know, you don't see it eating, but presumably it does. Regina backs into a corner, and the T-Rex attempts to eat her. So it's the first boss fight, and it's pretty straightforward, although I did die the first time. Yeah, I died the first time too. And it's, well, what is it? You know, it tries to bite you, and every time it bites you, you shoot it. Yeah. Um, And then it'll occasionally roar, and when it roars, Regina holds her ears, because obviously it's so loud. Um, but then every time it lunges, you shoot it in the mouth and eventually it'll turn around and go. So when it leaves, you can grab the DDK disc, N, and if you go to the panel, you can insert the keys. Then it asks for a number and the trick, and I can't remember, did you get the trick yourself or did you just kind of look it up? Uh, I just, what is the trick? It doesn't have the logo and have the two medals on the card. This, well, no, it's the words, isn't it? This Sol and Leo is actually a number. So you turn it upside down. And Leo is actually seven oh five. No, Leo is th- is seven three zero or three zero seven. So when asked for the number, you the Sol and Leo, if you turn them upside down, would be seven oh five three zero three seven. And I, I had to look that up this time, but I, I can't remember the first time I played it if I figured it out myself or not. Uh, the wall safe opens, and we get an L key card, whatever that is. There's some shotgun shells in the corner which you can pick up if you've been using your shotgun. I've not been using mine, have you? No. The pistol works fine. Maybe it's because we're on easy mode. Yeah, well, you know. you got to stick on easy to get the story right. Yeah. So now we have new DDKs. So if we head out through the corridor, back to the stairs, go under the stairs of the main entrance, we can use the set them on the double doors there. And now the access key is newcomer. I'm not going to... Say the code every time, because that's a really massive code. Yeah, no, that's pointless. Yeah, and it takes us through the elevator hall. So here there's a plug, and you can grab a plug to open the first box. So I think we already had one plug. Yeah, we've got the one plug from the management office, and then we get the second plug now, and you can open the, the box, which is pretty good, because I had loads of healing items, and I couldn't pick them all up, so I stored some healing items, and there's some ammo in there already, so it's handy to take that out. And then in the middle of the room, there's a dead body. Above the dead body is a map. So did you interact with it and fill all your map data? 
or in the screen in the middle. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Right. I forgot. Good to come that. back to do it. Yeah. Oh well, you'll come back. And then there's another box in here which you can push. So it just looks like part of the wall, but you can actually push it. And there's a medipack behind it. Uh, there's a door that we can go through. I think there's only two doors in here, isn't there? Because the rest is lifts. So you can't... Uh, there's a lot of lifts around, actually. But you can't use the lifts yet because you need an ID card. So if you unlock the door, you can then move into the lecture room hallway. And straight in front of us, there's a laser fence which you can turn off. And the corridor bends to the right. The destination being just up ahead to the right-hand side. But as we get around a corner, there's a noise. Regina spins around to be face-to-face with a dino. And she turns to run, but then there's a second dino behind her, so, so she's pinned in. And did you try and take them out, or did you run? I ran. And I ran as well. What I didn't notice was that there's some buttons as you're running, and if you press them, it shoots steam out. And I guess you can hit the dinosaurs with steam. Oh, I did steam one Velociraptor when it's laid... Was that the end of the hole? Right. Yeah, I pressed the button and steam came on it. But then that distracted him, so I ran away. Right, yeah. And then if you run through the, the door at the end, it takes us into our next room, the lecture room. So as we walk around the lecture room, you find a key for the B1 backup generator, which is what we found way back at the start of the game. So take this and store it. Once we drop out the menu, a dinosaur jumps from the ceiling and attacks, and the screen flashes up danger. And I think this is where you have to, like, mash buttons. Danger, high voltage. <laughs> <laughs> it, um, I think it changes... It can change what happens in the cutscene if you hit the buttons, but I still got, like, attacked by the dinosaur. Yeah, I did as well. Yeah. But there's all of a sudden there's some gunfire from off screen and the dino drops down dead. And the camera looks and zooms in and is Gale and he's back and he's alive. So that's great. Even though I think he's evil. Yeah, but there's a couple of things in that room though as well. I, you know, it's a lecture room, but if you go to the front of it um, and you look on the wall, she comments that it's a military flag. Right. So there's a weird kind of a flag on the wall. I think there's also that same logo in the main entrance on the ground. Right, okay. It's like in red and black, isn't it? Yeah. Ah, okay. That's that's quite interesting. So Regina goes up to Gale, stating that he's alive and that was good timing. And it's always good timing in these games, isn't it? Whether it's zombies, whether it's... Well, and also the way dinosaurs. they react. I think, you know, it's a bit underwhelming. Or, you know, she just nearly got killed by a dinosaur and then she's like, it's she's pretty much nearly laughing about it. Not laughing about it, but, you know, her reaction... Yeah doesn't seem it doesn't seem very she's not shocked or anything maybe no it's the training yeah i was gonna say maybe it's just the training you know so then gail asks if it was another lizard and then regina fills him in and says it's not a lizard and it was a dinosaur and this is like a pet hate of mine with stuff it's like no one's ever seen any media you know when you're watching the walking dead and they never call it a zombie yeah and he's, and he's not calling it a dinosaur because if I saw a dinosaur in real life, you know, I would be like, that's a dinosaur. You know, no one would have to tell me, by the way, we brought this dinosaur back to life. I'm pretty sure I'd be able to identify a dinosaur. I'd be able to identify a zombie. I'd be able to identify a ghost, you know. I, I don't know. It's, it, obviously, it is clearly a dinosaur. But Regina then tells him there's something wrong with the place. But Gail tells her it's always eat or be eaten on the battlefield, no matter who you're fighting. Gail asks if they found Dr. Kirk, but Regina just shakes her head. Gail then fills her in and says his radio is dead and he needs to see Rick as he's the only one that can fix it. 
You gotta help me, Rick. He's not ridiculous, is he? So you can go around the lecture hall a bit, because I think there's some ammo in there as well, or a med pack, hiding behind one of the stalls, like some of the, the, the chairs. But you can leave, and you go back to the lecture room hallway, and how did Gale get away without killing the dinosaurs? He's got away, no problem. Dinosaurs are still alive. Is that because you, you think he's evil? But I think he's evil. This is what happens in, in Resident Evil as well. Somehow Albert Wesker manages to run through all these corridors and never get attacked by zombies. I have no idea. So anyway, yeah, you can leave, and there's another door, and it's just called Office. And in here is an ID card badge printer. Or it's, it's a device that can rewrite data of ID cards. <laughs> yeah, that's a more accurate description. But we don't have an ID card yet. We can't do anything with it. So there's only one other door, and when you unlock it, it takes us back to the main corridor at the first entrance where we came in through the backyard. Hold on a minute, there's a memo in there as well. Did you not read the memo? Oh, I think I missed the memo. Yeah, there's a memo that says change of personnel docs not turned in yet for somebody called Paul Baker. And his pager number is 1123. So is Paul Baker a real person, or did is Paul Baker, did somebody take his identity, or because it's in the same room as the ID rewriting card? Machine. Right. So, welcome to Paul Baker. And he was also, I think, being reassigned from the aircraft thingy before, the same as Mark Doyle, to the Special Energy Division. Okay, so they're all in that Special Energy Division. I'm assuming the Special Energy is what creates the electrostatic magnet interference, or whatever you call it. The electric storm. Electric storms, yeah. Oh, magnetic storms, sorry, that's what it is. Magnetic storms. So now we can leave, we go back through the corridor, back outside into the backyard of the main generator corridor, and we can use the key on that first gate that we attempted to open for the B1 generator gate. Open that, descend down the ladder into the B1 generator room, and it's pretty much the same puzzle, isn't it? But this time you have to get a battery out the wall, and you take the battery out the wall, and you add it with the rest of the batteries, and then you just press the buttons, flip them round, hit the switch. Um, the generator then starts up, and when it starts up, Regina's radio beeps, and it's Rick. He asks if that was her, and she then replies saying it is the power, and he tells her they're in the green, but then asks her to come back to the control room because he has something to tell her. So we can just leave the room, but there's another door down here, which is locked from the other side. There's a lot of doors locked from the other side around here. That's kind of like in um, Vagrant Story. Yeah, that's very true. Lots of doors locked from the other side there. Yeah. So we leave, you go up via the ladders, through the gates, back into the facility, into the corridor. But as we're walking through that corridor, we got a jump scare of a dino that jumps through the window and attacks us. And so you just take it out, no problems. Run to the laser fence and turn that off to go into the main entrance. So we're now moving back through the main entrance and you just continue all the way in, like, in front of you through the doors to then come into the management office hallway move down that a little bit and go left into the management office and that is basically it for the week isn't it it's a bit of a short one yeah i did a little bit i didn't actually do the uh, bg room b1 generator i ended in when i left gale i went and climbed into a ventilation shaft right um and it was kind of red inside there but if you go along you come down into the toilet Um, and if you do that it brings you out back into the management office hall there's a door there with one of those red logos on it but it's locked with an id card right Um, and then you turn off the fence and go back into the management office and save it so it seems shorter to i mean i didn't go straight to the generator 
and it's also seemed a shorter way to get back to the management office. Right, okay, so you'll have to go do the generator Gener- next week. Yeah, but, I mean, that's it's not a massive... No, no, not at all. And it's not a linear game, so I'm assuming you can do things in whatever order you want. Or do things probably happen in a certain kind of order, yeah. but you, they don't need to be exactly. Yeah, you'll have to turn on that backup generator before you can progress the story anyway. Yeah, and they gave you the key in that room for a reason, so... Yeah, so next week there's a fork in the story. So you can select one route or the other, and I think the idea is I'll do one and you'll do the other. Yeah. That might be quite good, and then we can converge back together. Um, Yeah, so we are just trying to keep these a little bit shorter now, just because this is a short game anyway, um, so we're not going to get many episodes out of this. Yeah, but I mean, that's that seems, I mean, you know, 30 minutes or so for an episode is... Yeah, yeah, and... um. And it just makes life easier for editing, you know, because there's so much going on in life at the moment. In life and general world yeah. affairs. <laughs> general world affairs. Rising gas prices, rising electricity prices, shortage of petrol. Yeah. So it's great living in the UK. Anyway, join us next week for that. So it's a good night for me. Um, and before I say good night, I've decided what I'm going to do at the end of these, these episodes is to give you a fact about dinosaurs. Ah, oh, nice. Okay, lay on some facts. I did not know this. The biggest dinosaur that was ever found is called a titanosaur. I didn't know that there was something called that. But basically, based on the size of its front leg, um, they uh, thought that it would be about 20 feet or 6 meters um, from the ground to its shoulders. And then when it stretched out its neck at a 45 degree angle, uh, it could look in the window of a five-story building. Wow. So, yeah, very big. It's a big dinosaur. A ti- titanosaur, he Titanosaur, said. yeah. And also... People don't know why dinosaurs were so big. There's lots of theories about gigantism or why dinosaurs were so massive. Like it's environmental factors or so high oxygen levels at the time. Although we're, we'll all be tiny if, if we keep putting so much CO2 in the atmosphere, I guess. Um, or right. that there was lots of food. But it's still debated that nobody really knows why dinosaurs were so big. It's just that they were. But then again, not all of them were. Some dinosaurs were absolutely huge, and then others were tiny. Yeah. But it's but anyway. like the ones in the sea were massive as well, weren't they? Yeah. Like, the stuff in the sea, ancient stuff. What's the um, what's the big shark thing? The Megalodon. Megalodon. Oh, there was a movie about that, The Meg. The Meg. With um, Jason Statham. That was just out recently, The Meg. Right, so how big was a Megalodon? That's something uh... for people to go and check for themselves. <laughs> we'll answer that question next week. Yeah. I don't know how big is a megalodon. Um estimated between fourteen and twenty meters. Okay, that's quite big. That's a long shark, isn't it? It's massive. That's insane. Yeah. So the Meg. I mean there was um there's a an Easter egg, isn't it, in Battlefield where you can summon a megalodon to like eat people. Oh really? Didn't yeah. know Looks quite cool. Cool. But yeah, okay. Interesting facts, so thank you very much for listening and we'll talk to you next week. See you next week.